Hey, Joe here, REI in your car. Hope you're doing awesome. Had a great day today. You know, I have a friend, his name is Sean McCloskey, if you've never heard of him. Um, really good guy. I met him a long time ago, back in 2007, maybe. Um, I was getting into real estate, going to local real estate clubs here in St. Louis. And um, he was one of the featured speakers or guest speakers at some of them talking about short sales. Um, I wanted to get into real estate investing. So my wife uh, got her real estate license. We needed some place to hang it. And so I asked people around the investing community who would, who would be a good broker to uh, have my wife hang her license with. And Sean McCloskey had a little brokerage, I forget what it was called, prop, Property Match. Yeah, <laughs> Property Match Realty. And uh, him and his wife, Jenny, were running that. And uh, so I asked him if my wife could hang her license with him so I could do the investing side of things. And they started, I think they were having either monthly, was it monthly meetings? And I would go to those workshops, little things he had in his office, Man, I was like a sponge just soaking in everything I could learn. Um, spent a lot of time talking to Sean about deals. Didn't know it at the time, but knowing looking back, like he wasn't even in the business that long. He'd only been in the business a few years. And, uh, but he was a great coach and he's doing a lot of deals and started coaching me and helping me to do deals. Um, and I, I, don't, I don't think he was charging anything for those calls or not. They weren't calls of like get togethers in their office. And um, so, anyway, Sean uh, started charging for those coaching meetings. I don't remember what it was, but it was a lot of money at the time. And I paid it and, you know, it was really good. And then just kind of Sean followed Sean for quite a while. He started he started a, a coaching company called Life and Air and uh, wrote a book with Steve Cook. It was really good. You can still get it at uh, on Amazon. It's an excellent book. Or just go to lifeandair.com. Instead of millionaire, it's life on air. And, um, and so then, you know, later on, Steve and Sean broke up and their business venture as friends. Um, and Sean created his own thing called Leadership Boardroom. And I've been a part of Leadership Boardroom for a long, long time. And it's really, really good. In fact, Sean, coming up in December, this, this is middle of September now, Sean is doing what's called a business vision workshop. He's going to be teaching over two or three days um, how to create a vision for your life and for your business, specifically your business. But obviously, you have to know what you want out of your life first. The whole concept is designing a vision for your life first and then building and designing a business that supports that vision. Does that make sense? So it's been, you know, just amazing. Um, Sean and I have become friends. We actually live like five minutes from each other in the Chester or Wildwood area of St. Louis, kind of the western suburbs of St. Louis, and just become good friends over the years. I'm in his program, his coaching program called Leadership Bordering. And it's really, really good. He's got about five or six groups that he runs and um, highly recommend it. And just, I'm going to probably be interviewing him soon here for my podcast, talking about what he's going to be doing at the Business Vision Workshop and how you can come hang out with us in St. Louis. I'll be there for it. I'm heartily recommending it, highly recommending it, that you come to St. Louis when he does it in December, I believe. Um, All right. So, I was just, I just finished our day two of our leadership boardroom kind of mastermind um, with 12 other high level uh, entrepreneurs, business leaders. And it's, it's just a, it's a really good time. Great group of people. And um, 
So one of the things that there was one member who uh, we were talking about kind of what's going on. Um, you know, it's it's more than just business. It's also personal stuff, right? So uh, this particular person was talking about some personal issues and I won't go into the details, but uh, I started talking about my story a little bit of my heart issue and, and surgery and, you know, kind of facing death. I know that maybe sounds a little dramatic, but I kind of was, I guess, right? Like, yeah, I don't know if it still hasn't sunk in yet of how serious it was, to be honest. But um, so I was sharing um, how, man, everything changes in terms of like perspective on what's important and what's not important when you have bad health and you're facing death. It could be, you know, a bad aortic valve. It could be um, heart disease, like high blood pressure. Um, it could be cancer. There's a gazillion things, right? And you don't know, you might have perfect health and you get hit by a bus tomorrow and you die. Well, that's like, but when you, when you kind of know that you're really close and everything changes and they say like somebody who's healthy has a million wishes, but somebody who is unhealthy, who is sick only has one wish. And so that was me three months ago. I had one wish to get healthy and spend another, so I can spend another 50 years on this earth with my family. I'm almost, I turned 50 in January. So in about three months. And uh, listen, I'm not discouraged. Like I still feel like my best days are still ahead. I'm excited about the future. I'm optimistic. I'm not discouraged. I'm not looking back on a life of regrets. Nothing I can do about the past. I'm just, I'm excited about the future, right? So we were talking about this and I thought I would share this and somebody actually even recommended to me that I should share this in a podcast. And it's real simple. It's like, where are your priorities at? And what's important to you? Is it work? Is it business? Is it making money? Well, that's okay, maybe. But like Sam Walt, you know, Sam Walt and the guy who started Walmart, probably one of the most successful, wealthiest business owners, entrepreneurs um, in American history, um, died multi-multi-billionaire. And uh, he, his last words were, I blew it. I blew it. Now, I don't know the whole story behind that, but I read an article by a guy named Mike Michalowicz who wrote the Profit First book and Pumpkin Plan. And he wrote an article one time about those famous last words of Sam Walt. And when you're, you know, you're facing death and you die, you're not thinking about like, oh, I wish I would have spent more time at work. I wish I would have, um, you know, done more at the office. Or I wish I would have spent more time at the, at, at, no, you're thinking like, I wish I would have spent more time with my family. I, I, I hope my family knows that I still love them. I hope that I'm leaving behind a like a legacy that is important. And, you know, like what, Matt, who cares if a trillion people love you and think that you're awesome if your family hates you because you neglected them and business was more important to you than your family. Like who really cares? Who gives a rat's but if you're famous and your family doesn't even know you, right? If your family doesn't love you or that your family doesn't feel like they were loved by you, like, yeah, come on. So I talked a little bit about that. And I remember when I was coming out of heart surgery and I was kind of waking up, um, if, you know, my wife was kind of telling me this and I kind of remember, but the, you know, the first things I wanted to say was, I love you to my wife. And I wanted her to tell my kids that I love them. And so I was just, I, was whisper, I remember whispering something to her and she told me later, but like, yeah, that's, that's all that matters really. When you're kind of there, um, you're in this place between earth and heaven <clears throat> or life and death. And you're like, 
what I want my my friends and family to know. I want them to know that I love them. And uh, I don't want them to feel sad or like, I just want them to know I'm proud of them. So does your family know that you love them? <laughs> you know, does your family know that, does your kids know that you're proud of them? Um, are they, are they going to spend, you know, the rest of their lives after you die sad that they never heard from you that you love them or that you were proud of them? That's all that matters. And I don't want, God forbid, Lord, help me not to look back on my life when I do eventually die, and I will someday. Help me, Lord, not to look back and say, oh, man, I blew it. Oh, what a, what a waste. No, no, we don't want that, right? So I don't want that for you guys either. I, I, as I'm telling you this, just reflect a little bit. Think about your life. Have you told your wife you love her? Have you told your husband you love her? Him, sorry. <laughs> Have you told your kids that you love them like individually? Have you spent some time with them? I'm not saying I'm a perfect husband or dad. Like, no, I'm not. But I don't think my kids will ever say, I don't remember dad ever telling me that he loves me. Um, I don't think they'll ever say, I don't remember him ever saying, him ever saying, hey, I'm proud of you. I say that all the time to my kids. I love my family so much. I'm proud of my sons. I'm proud of my daughters. Proud. I'm not. Oh, I'm proud of my wife. Yeah, but I love my wife. She's just amazing and awesome. Um, like, yeah, there's no way I could have done anything that I've done without her. And so anyway, something to uh, chew on, you know, what are you living for? Are you living for the money, the big business, the accolades, the, the congratulations? Are you living for the, you know, remember that movie? There's a really good movie you should watch. I think it was called Oh, with the, it was Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood played this grumpy old man. Um, I think it was him. Maybe it wasn't, but um, well, never mind. He was all, all he, I think it was Gran Torino. And he was playing this old guy who was just, all he cared about uh, was trying to win some award for like the biggest tomatoes or something like prize winning vegetables in his garden. And, and he neglected his wife and his kids. And uh, he didn't realize till later on uh, what he really missed was it it was saw oh, somebody's going to remember this and tell me please message me send me an email would you joe at joe what movie was that but it really touched me as like man he wasted his life trying to win the affections of strangers and the, he was tr he was wasting his life trying to win the admiration of other people instead of his family and he didn't realize it until it was almost too late so may that not be of us right man it doesn't matter it's better to be poor and broke, but have a loving family than it is to make, have tons of money um, and, and have a huge, nice house and a successful business and all the fame and the accolades, but have a family that hates you um, it's, and is spoiled and has no appreciation uh, for, for, for you and for hard work. And they don't know that you love them. Like, man, there's so much more to this life than just making money and having successful businesses. Right. Let's let we're in this to make a lasting impact and to leave a legacy. And let's do everything we can now. It's not too late. It's not too late. Let's stop what we're what we're focusing on and look at what's most important and make the changes now to know so that our family knows that we love them. All right. So speaking of family, I'm at home. So I gotta get out of the car. Appreciate y'all. We'll see you. Take care. Bye. Mm -hmm.